Welcome to the Only Football Fans podcast. Basically, we're a group of 10 mates frustrated that we can't meet up in the pub every week to chat about the footy. So, we've decided to do a podcast instead. Here we go, boys. St. Patrick's Day special, eh? We're actually recording this a day before St. Patrick's Day, but... um. A big, big cheers anyway, boys. Get your Guinnesses up. Big cheers. Cheers. The old Paddy's day. Miss you, Ganleys. Oh, mate. This signifies two years running now. We've missed out on our annual St. Patrick's Day celebrations, boys. Shocking. We're normally fucking, what's it, an all-day job in the boozer. Straight in, in the calf first thing in the morning. Straight in the pub as soon as it opens and stay there till it closes. What a day. What a day. Hoppers are still going to the pub again. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't taken it off for two years. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Ganley special as well, Ops? Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Big shout out to Ganley's as well. Ganley's yeah. in Morden. What a boozer. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, let's let's crack on anyway, lads. Um, we're missing a few of the boys tonight. Um, Pat is who's actually no longer going to be on the podcast. No, I rate um, him. Yeah, he's too busy going to the doing his workouts. Now, now now we're coming out of lockdown, the fucking vain bastard. Um, and Strug's not with us tonight. But, um, yeah, got myself, Kyle, Greg, Hoppers, Boyle, Spearsy, Dave and Ben. So, uh, we've got enough of us anyway, lads. But, um, yeah, first game we're going to go through is the Leeds-Chelsea 0-0 draw. What did you say? So wake me up when you're finished. <laughs> wake me up when you're in the top half of the table. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good lad, Ben. Good lad. Wow. Um, I'll let the um, I'll let the Chelsea boys take it away. Opus, as you've got the Guinness hat on, I think you uh, you've rightfully earned the the first the first uh, breakdown, mate. So I'll let you you take it away. What was your thoughts on the game? I was really actually looking forward to it before it kicked off. Really thinking it would be our scoring game, and it was just <laughs> everything but. It was. Chelsea had 70% of the ball wherever it was for the old game and didn't really create anything. There was a few chances here and there, but I didn't think we deserved to win it. And then sort of going the other way, we weren't really troubled that much. There was a, the, the, um, a few mishaps going on at either end, but there wasn't any huge chances where either side should have taken it. It's hard that I wasn't that impressed by the game, to be honest. Fair play. <laughs> um, ben, over, over to you, mate. Yeah, I uh, agree with Hops there. Um, it kind of reminded me of the Wolves game when he was first in charge, when Tuchel first came in charge. I just thought we'd, we had a lot of possession. We just didn't really know what to do, especially in the final third. Um, I really think we missed having maybe a central striker. I actually thought it'd be ideal for maybe Giroud, that kind of game. Well, he hurt uh, us last time, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I was a bit surprised to see um, him go with the, like, the, uh, the forward formation he went with, really. I mean, considering, I know uh, we spoke about Zicek last time, but um, Zicek and Pulisic both starting when they haven't, I don't think they've been starting so much recently. They've been coming on off the bench. So he's obviously given them a go, uh, bearing in mind, obviously, you've got Champions League um, tomorrow as well. So whether that was in his thoughts or not, but yeah, um, probably. One of the worst performances since he's come in, really. Um, just lacked a bit of 
everything in the final third. Defensively, same as. I mean, you can't grumble with that, not conceding again, especially against Leeds, who are known for scoring as well. So, yeah, I mean, on the whole, another draw isn't isn't the end of the world. But, yeah, it's two points lost, really. Yeah. To be honest, boys, that is pretty much going to echo what you guys have said. There's not a lot really to write home about on the game. Um, as far as nil-nils go, though, like, the actual gameplay in general was it was all right. It just, both teams were lacking in the final third. I think both defences performed brilliantly. Like, I thought Rudiger for you lot was fucking awesome. I thought he played really, really well. We just couldn't get, get by him. He yeah. was commanding. And likewise, at the back for us, Strike and Llorente just, just dominated. I don't think you boys really, as much as you had a lot of a lot of the ball, you didn't really ever get in behind. There was only that one opportunity where um, Havertz got slid in um, and he hit straight at the keeper. But other than that, there weren't many clear-cut chances for you. Um, and I think it showed a bit of maturity on our behalf because we're used to dominating possession. Like nearly every game we play in, we, we have the majority of the ball, even against like Man City and Liverpool, we've had the majority of the ball. Um, and it almost seemed as if our boys were quite happy for you lot to have it because you weren't really like going at us too much. You were quite happy and quite content knocking it about in the middle and at the back that we were sort of like, fucking hell, this will, this will actually do us. Because at the end of the day, our point there, especially in the, the run of form you boys have been on and the same with us, a point is a good result. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was quite quite happy with, with the point in general. But, um, but yeah, not, not the greatest greatest game. Um, I think Mendy made a couple of great saves, though, boys. I want to give him a sort of bit of a shout. He made a phenomenal save for, um, from Rafinha when he was actually wrong-footed. And he tried reading where it was going. He's dived down to the right and he hit it with his trailing arm. Stuck the arm out. I thought that was fucking class. Um, and there was another, I can't remember who it was against now. He, he made another really good save as well. Did he get um, a touch on that one that hit the bar? That's right. Yeah, the Tyler Roberts one, um, yeah. which that was some fucking effort, to be fair. He did, it was so unconventional because he sort of like floated it. It was more of a chip, like a chipped effort. And it was, it, but that was going in. Like that was some save. He got fingertips on it and knocked it onto the bar. Yeah. So it, that, that was quality. I, th I think he, he looks a good, good keeper, mate, to be fair. He's um he's doing he is doing well he, since he's come in um he's yeah he's really I think he's brought a bit of confidence to the team for the defence as well so it's nice to see this year in comparison to last year with um obviously Kepper yeah that was a shambles wasn't he yeah yeah and it, I, you you can just see the difference I mean I think Silver had a big part to play when he first came as well he just brought that a bit more confidence within the defensive mm -hmm. unit himself so yeah it's good to see well I mm -hmm. saw a stat on that um. Men, is it Mendy, the keeper? Um, I saw a stat on it that he's conceded less goals than games he's played, which yeah. is, or, or no, he's got more clean sheets or something than goals conceded. Yeah, yeah, that was it. So I think he's got he's got nineteen clean sheets and he's only conceded eighteen goals or something like that, which is fucking ridiculous, really. Like for a keeper, well, that well, is some stat. Yeah. Chelsea, since Tuchel's come in, they've only conceded a couple of goals, haven't they? Yeah. The defence has been unreal, really, since he's come in. Yeah. You can tell he's going to want a striker in the summer because he doesn't want to play Giroud twice in a week and he wants to play him against Atletico. And, all right, Abraham's not fit, but one, he's not very good, and two, he doesn't really rate him. So he, he's just trying to... If he can get us to top four, 
by the end of the season with what he's got, I think he'll go out and he must have an eye on someone out there that he can replace him with. Because I mean, I like Drew. I fucking love the bloke, but Abraham's not the answer. So I think you'll, you'll have someone in mind to get in the summer. Yeah, and with Giroud's age, you've sort of got to be looking to replace replace him, haven't you? And yeah. use him as sort of the, the backup. Yeah. But, um, yeah, go, go on, Greg. I was just going to say to the boys, like, I mean, that's got to be a game that you were looking at. You, sh- you should have picked up points, really, isn't it? Fuck the, off. With the form, no, <laughs> no, it's a good point for you. That's what I'm saying. Like, to be honest, with the form that you've been on, you would have thought that you could have gone there and even like took the three points. And then, as you said, Pops, it was like a bit of a drab bit, like, from what you've from what you've been playing. Like, yeah, no, I totally agree, Greg. Yeah, they. Um... Like I said, I was speaking to tell it's it's definitely two points lost for us, really. Um, but we were fortunate in like obviously Everton losing, done us the right favour. Uh, West Ham losing, which played into our hands, and also um, like Arsenal, uh, yeah, and beating Tottenham, which like obviously Arsenal being the underdogs there. Um, Especially so. when we were the first game as well. It's like you you just seeing normally in that sort of situation you drop points and then everyone else around you wins, but. If your last game and everyone else loses, a bit of pressure on you. But if if you drop points in your first game, for them results to go away for the rest, especially Everton with Burnley, wasn't it? Yeah, games yeah. like that to go your way. They just can't play at home, Everton, can they? <laughs> no, they're struggling. Yeah, must be something to do with Liverpool, like in that area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with you boys as well, I don't know if you've seen your next sort of six fixtures, but. You've got a really good run now, like, and as much as sort of like you say, like they'd look at it, it's probably two points drop because of the, where the teams are in stature and position in the league, form, everything. You'd have probably fancied the three points, but from your point of view, a point also ain't a bad result considering your next six games are something like West Brom, Sheffield United, Brighton, Newcastle. But it's, it's all you've got all of, like the shit of the league really to play. So he, he might have even been looking at it like to be fair, we'll take the point. It's not a bad point. I'm it not, ain't a bad I'm point. Not saying that, I'm just saying because of the because of the um, sort of run that he's been on since he's come to the club, you'd you'd looked at it and thought that's another game where we can get points. But a point ain't even a bad point. I'm not saying it like that. No, it's not fair. a bad thing at all. I think it's more if, like, if you really want to be up there and competing for the titles, then that's when you've got to be going to Ellen Road and nicking three points. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we have we have got some. I mean, on paper, some easier games coming up. Um, but as we know, especially this season, more than ever, that you, you could play bottom and, and get turned over. So. It, it, Mate, Sheffield United right. ain't turned over. They turned us over. Hold on. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Old Trafford. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's just changed so much in terms of, I mean, going back 10, 15 years when you, you see United win the league and you could just bank on them winning, but no, you can't trust it now. I mean, sometimes you'd rather play City on, on the day and, and do them rather than, uh, rather than playing Sheffield United, as Carl knows. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But to be fair, if even, I think that our game tomorrow is by far, obviously, the biggest game of the season. There's no chance that we're, People on the TV saying we got a foot in the next round, all that bullshit. We, it's a fucking huge game. And if he spent a few extra days planning this game and sort of 
not put Leeds on the back burner, but just sort of put more emphasis into this game on Wednesday than he did on that game. I, I understand because it, it's fucking huge. If we, if we go and score the first goal against him tomorrow, it's massive to go in the quarterfinals of the Champions League with a team like ours is pretty big for us. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the big game of the week, isn't it, for you? You know what I mean? Yeah. This was secondary, um, which I suppose you could probably tell by the team selection with leaving out a centre-forward. Because yeah. um, I'm sure Giroud will, will be playing money against Atletico. But um, the other thing, I do want to give Tyler Roberts a bit of credit because I fucking hammered him last week and a few of us jumped on him. Um, but he actually had a really good game. I think he got man of the match. I think yeah. that was bullshit. I don't think he was man of the match. Um, I think we had better players that, that played in the game. And to be honest, I think Rudiger was probably man of the match. Um, he, he was quality. But um, but yeah, he, did, he had a good game, Tyler. But even, even still, there was two moments in the game, and I tweeted it at the time, that sort of show the level that he needs to get to in order to become part of our team on a regular basis. And it, two times in, in about the space of about two or three minutes, he got played in through the middle and he was through if only he'd got his touch right. And it happened twice in the space of two minutes and all he needed to do was kill the ball and take it in his stride and he was one-on-one with a keeper. And both times he miscontrolled it. One time he barely got anything on it and it just ran all the way through. And the second time he got too much of a heavy touch on it and left it behind. And there were, there were two moments that it, it pissed me off at the time, but it just shows, like, he's, he's got a lot of promise, but he just needs to sharpen up in areas. And that might come with games, to be fair. Um, but he needs to sharp up in areas to sort of get where he, he wants to be and where we want him to be. But, you know, in general, I thought he played all right. Um, but, yeah, we'll um, we'll wrap that one up anyway then, boys. And we'll uh, we'll move on, on to, the, to the next game. Uh, we was going to talk about Palace West Brom, but Pat's uh, not on, so bollocks to that. Um, so four two Palace. That was yeah, four two Palace. <laughs> so the um, the NLD, as I keep seeing it on Twitter, and it took me about three days to realise what that was. Um, <laughs> North London Derby. What's all this NLD shit? What the fuck's going on? Fucking London Derby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> spell it out, you cunts. Abbreviation. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Arsenal two, Tottenham one. Um, three happy gooners on here. So um, we'll start with you, Spearsy. Over to you, mate. Yeah, I thought um, we dominated most of the game. It was strange the last twenty minutes because I thought we were going to fucking Arsenal. It. I thought here we go. Considering they had someone sent off as well, uh, they they started dominating. They had four or five chances then the, the last twenty minutes. Um, just so glad to get that win. I mean, Arteta's got a great record against the the bigger teams. I think he's beaten them all now. Um, so it's just great to get those three points. And um, Aubameyang as well. That, I mean, that was the main thing for me that I want to talk about. That that this, him not playing. Just want to see what you other Arsenal boys think. Do you think it was the right decision to leave him out, or do you think you should have played him? Just just a quick one, boys. Before you go, was it was he left out because he was late? Yeah, so there's apparently, is that confirmed? Confirmed, it's because no, he was stuck in traffic. No, nothing's confirmed because Arteta said he, he oh, said yeah. the he's reason, but from his Dortmund days, he was renowned for being late a lot. And they said that was part of his disciplinary things that people said he was a, a bad egg before he came. But he's been 
he's been good as gold while he's been here with us. But the rumours are that he was he was he turned up late. He probably walked in halfway through Arteta's talking about some tactics, and he's just thought he's got to make a stand. I reckon. Well, is that is that because um, there's a photo doing the rounds, wasn't there, on Twitter of his car in traffic or something? Yeah, it looks it. Yeah. Why is he? Why is he in his car? Why are they all not travelling to the game together? Exactly. Ovid. Probably not last, last time we played Tottenham, and um, last time we played Tottenham, and we and we lost. There was a video of him like filling up that gleaming golden car of his in in a garage, and there were some Tottenham fans giving him shit. <laughs> one nil, bro. One nil, or two one, whatever it was. And, it, and um, it, so yeah, he obviously drives to and from the games. <laughs> surely, surely that can't be his first offence. Like you wouldn't get dropped just for your first. It would have to have like happened a couple of times. Yeah, like, a couple with, of times, with so. being club captain, it's just not on. Exactly. Yeah. Go on, Matty. Um, yeah, I'm as I know what you guys know just from reading social media and whatever. Obviously, Arteta has not come out and confirmed that that was the reason, but that's what it's believed to be. But you got to give him a lot of credit for that in a way. He's come out with a win and he's dropped the captain to make an example of him. And apparently, if you believe what you read, other senior players were in agreement with his decision. So I'm liking the sort of no man is bigger than the team shout from that perspective. But I have to admit, I was nervous when I saw the team sheet and I saw that he wasn't on it. But all in all, I pretty much echo what Spears said. I mean, they're meant to be and have been a better side than us for a few years now. They finished above us for the last four years or five years. And I thought we battered them for most of the game. It's only the last, like Spears said, I would say maybe 15 odd minutes when we kind of went into our shell a little bit, sort of woke up and realised that we were in the lead and we sort of, we stopped pressing and we allowed, we invited the pressure on, which was annoying, but... Obviously, Kane hitting the post and then and Gabriel heading that kind of... I don't think Leno weren't saving that. He was on the floor. He wouldn't some have... Some hit, wasn't it? So, yeah, that was some header. But I just wanted to give a shout-out to the centre-back pairing because often that's been a topic of conversation that it's not been good enough, lapses in concentration. But I thought both of them were immense. They've just got to find some consistency. David Luiz never put a foot wrong in the whole game. I've just never seen a player that is form... He's so indifferent. Like against Olympiacos, Bipolar, mate. Like Olympiacos when he gives the ball away in his own box. There you go, mate. Have a have a shot. Like it's crazy. Um, but yeah, Especially for thought, a player like his age and having yeah. done after the career he's had, it's so strange that he can't find any consistency. Yeah, it's like he's either like world class one game and then Sunday league the next game. It's, just it's no, not even form, is it? Because it can literally be. Yeah. In the middle of a game, he can have the <laughs> fantastic first half and then just go lose the plot completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's strange. It must but... be like a concentration thing or something. Well, even know. at the height of his career, mate, like when he was at Chelsea, PSG, and um, do you remember in Brazil when they got dicked by Germany 7 1? Yeah. He was like, <clears throat> he was at the height of his career and he was quality at the time, like world class. People like would consider him. Yeah. And he would just completely like be all over the place. You'd be like, what the fuck is, what's he doing? I think also, as well, our left side just looked unbelievable in that game. It's probably the best I've seen it. I don't think, again, we're moving towards like the end of the season and I still think Arteta's scratching his head and doesn't know what his best team is. Because when you got when we had Katie and Smith-Rowe out there, I mean, I think, I, think, I, think Dockett, I think Dockett, he's still spinning around like Carly Minogue, mate. He didn't have a clue what was going on. He was all over the shop. Yeah, it's so where he was running, 
nothing. But then moved Odegaard inside. That looked quite good. Lacazette played well. So, yeah, all in all, it's a good result. But they've, they've killed themselves. I mean, the sending off, no doubt, changed the game. I mean, they never done absolutely fuck all until they scored that goal. And then I don't want to be bitter. I can't be bitter about that goal. We get, we give teams goals every single week. I mean, that's one of the best, best finishes, I think. The way he took it, the way it was, how relaxed it was, like it was normal. Class. I mean, he's a rat cunt bastard, but yeah, fucking fair play. <laughs> you know, like you boys were caning him last week or the week before. Lamette. I must admit, Lamella has always sort of flown under the radar with me. I've never sort of realised or taken notice of him being a shit house or anything. Oh, mate, did you see that he's doing off the ball? Well, the I, I actually specifically when the ref watched him. Looking. I specifically watched him this week to sort of to see like if like you where you boys were coming from, and he's a fucking arsehole. Yeah, he's filth, mate. As soon as he come on, me and my brother looked at the odds on him to get sent off. He was like really? fifty to one. Let's have a piece of that, and then. Didn't oh, get right. on it, Jim. Oh, really? Didn't have time. Don't, don't surprise me. He's, he's yeah. He, as soon as as soon as he got involved with Jacker, that was the first incident. And then he tried yeah. to kick a couple of people off the ball when the ref weren't looking. Yeah. And I the see that, yeah. thing was just stupid. I mean, he didn't even What's have to do that. What is he doing? Well, <laughs> early, he stuck his face, yeah, he stuck his hands it. into Zaka's face earlier. He was already yeah. looking to do that. Well, some comments to defend him a little bit, but he was, was bizarre earlier. He well, does this week in, week out. Yeah. He should be sent off so much more than he actually does. And, I know, but, yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate him. We'll come to him later. Don't worry yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> I, think I, saw a, I, mean, I, saw a, I saw a stat before the game that I think in the last 20-something North London derbies, the away team has won once. So that yeah. might be well. Uh, well apparently, if you, did you see the stat where it said Tottenham have, after going in front, Tottenham have given away 45 points? Wow. To Arsenal, uh, the, the most any team's ever given up from a winning position. Jesus, you might think that, that there's no fans there now, so the home team might have. You say that they haven't, they're only one away team sides one, but obviously, with the fans there, it might get a bit on them, might give them a bit of trouble. So, Corona might have helped but, you out a bit. It actually surprises me that Arsenal ain't had a better season considering they're used to playing in front of silence anyway. Oh. Wow. Um, but yeah, sorry, Greg, did you have something to say, mate? What is this, an anti-Arsenal podcast? <laughs> yeah. You've got fucking Chopper um, Harris down here giving it big licks. Only Dorigo up there giving it a There was another stat that came up that they're, they're still one, one win behind as a club than, yeah. Wenger, than Wenger. Wenger, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. That's unbelievable. And that is total Premier League wins. Yeah. Wenger yeah, has Premier one League. more. Tottenham, just yeah. to think. Yes. That's mad, isn't it? Tottenham's a club still one win behind just Arsene Wenger. That's mad. <laughs> and all you mugs were screaming for him to get sacked. No, but no never I did. Wanna, I want to put it out there to you three. Never a pen. Never. Okay. I say it's, it's fine. It's, I'm glad we finally got a Honestly, good... Honestly, Greg. That's what I'm saying. Okay. You can look and sit here and talk about it for 20 minutes. The gut, the, the it went in simple. No, I know it obviously got given, but I'm so, how, Mate, can you, how can listen, you miss the ball? Listen, we're on the end of them decisions all the time. For one, we yeah. got it in our fucking favor. I don't care if it wasn't a penalty, Fuck obviously, it. yeah. But I'm just I saw, um, 
highlight, I think it was from last season, Louise gave a penalty away against Watford. Decore shot and Louise clipped him. They gave a penalty to Watford. So exactly the same situation. I'd be gutted if it goes against us. But yeah. for, like when you say, when for I first saw it, it looked like he totally him. And then the, I watched the replay and I was still going, yeah, pen. But then the more replays you watch, the more you start to think, hold on a minute, shit. Yeah, I was, <laughs> a, I was the same opinion. opinion. When I saw it but, the first time, I was like, oh, wow, that's definitely a pen. And then we obviously yeah. had a bit of a chat in the group. Hops sort of pointed it out as to what exactly happened. But, yeah, it, it was it was dodgy, to say the least. But, but, for, but for me, the but, thing that made the win even more satisfying was I was so glad to see some bullshit deflected goal from Odegaard. And yeah, it, absolutely. It weren't a penalty. I was just like, yeah, I can have some of that. I mean... Kane, Kane did fuck all for 75 minutes and then he just yeah. started to come alive. And he's that he is a good player, I'm not going to lie. He's, he's a very, very good striker. Um, that free kick, obviously, it had an element of luck. That Another day that could go in. But the rebound for me was just unbelievable because Leno's on the floor and Gabriel just out of nowhere has just headed that. I mean, he could have gone either side, but he's hit it straight in the middle. Yeah. If they would have nicked a draw, that would have been just tragic. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking thank fuck that happened. That's but the thing for me as well that like like you alluded to, look, looking at the lineups at the beginning, when Aubameyang was dropped, I was thinking, oh, oh shit. But then I started thinking, actually, do you know what? There's been certain games where we've been struggling and Lacazette's come on, and because he just gets involved a bit more, we actually seem to play a little bit better. So I wasn't so devastated about that. But then yeah. when I looked at the Tottenham lineup, I thought, oh shit, Mourinho's going for this. He's got pure attacking. Yeah, of course he was. Then the way. They played with that attacking talent. It was just atrocious. Yeah, that's what. But that's what he does, Lonely. though, isn't he? That's what he Lonely does. did we, more against us the than they we did. Played them at Spurs. They just sat and sat and sat and waited and waited and waited for, to hit us on the break. Obviously, Son yeah. going off for them has absolutely killed them. But Bale, uh, he deserves a mention. He was fucking shit. Yeah. Him and Doherty were. I think he's just that he targeted them. He targeted the left-hand side. Yeah. Doherty and Bale and thought, that's it. Yeah. Doherty is absolutely... Yeah, he's, not, he's not Tottenham level at all. Okay. He's got to go. He yeah, but him and Davis are having a muck-off between them. He was left two-on-one. <laughs> he was left two-on-one. Bale didn't help him out one bit. Nah, he's just not... He's, and you've he, got, he was on, got one he was on holiday, wasn't he, Bale? got one of the most attacking left-backs in the league. Who, KT? Who, KT? Plus the midfielder. <laughs> Leave Casey out of it. It's two on one. He was he was pretty much fucking. He was bound to be fucking jank. Um, uh, yeah. Have you boys got anything else you want to put out there for the Arsenal game before? I just want to say one more thing because yeah. I know Ben. I know Ben's got to go to bed in a minute. Um, <laughs> what do you think about Pepe? Do you think he's better as more of an impact player, or would you like to see him start? That's to the other. Well, anyone who wants to answer the question. I'd like to see him start. How about that pass for the penalty? Oh, I mean, he's got four or five of their players with that, with that the pass. Weight of the, the weight of the ball was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very good. But obviously, maybe Saka's due a spell on the sidelines now because he got taken off injured. So, he probably will be starting there. Well, it's him or Willian, isn't it? So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> weldy, weldy Bill. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll rate him. I'll rate him, Pepe. Yeah. See, I. He's the yes, no, I was just going to say, but yeah, on, on that with Pepe, listen, you can't spend that sort of money for an impact player. No, I mean, how's Martial getting them right? No, no, I, <laughs> what we paid for Martial is 20 million less than you boys. 
Hang on, hang on, hang on. Time out. Pepe scored more goals than him this season, didn't he? Surely. No? I'd say so. Talk about goals careers. And, goals and assists. Carry on, boys. I'll look it up while you uh, moan at each other. Let him look at... No, what I'm saying is you're, you're asking if you think he should be an impact player. No, you, don't, you can't spend seven. You can't spend that sort no, of money. Someone goes. You didn't listen what, to mate. the question. You didn't listen to the question. I said, <laughs> is he better as an impact player, or would is he better as a starter? That was my question. They also didn't pay seventy million outright. That's on drip, bruv. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's on still, loan from still, Lloyd's. They're still overpaying. You're still overpaying for that player. Like yeah. he hasn't performed. Everyone knows that. That's what I'm saying. For me. You can't the money you put on him. He yeah. has to be. Oh, yeah. He has to start. He has to be that player that can make a difference for you in games. Not oh, it's one-one. Bow out and see what you can do. You just that's not what you. That's what you pay like your fucking. Yeah, you get I'm, your Tiago. That's, yeah, so that's what you get. That's what you get your Tiago's on a free for and things like that. Like to try and change games. Yeah, that's not in dispute. Go. That's not in dispute for the money that he paid. The money that we paid. I don't think that's in dispute. You'd want to see him start if you if you're shelling out that price tag. Yeah, but he doesn't look. He still doesn't look like Arteta's having him to start. So he he was bought, no doubt, to start. He was supposed to be like the, the um, like a match winner, but obviously it ain't turned out like that. And I agree, like Matt. Sometimes I've seen when he's come on as a sub, he seems to have a better time of it and seems to give. Yeah, that's, that was basically what I and, was getting. And, at. Yeah, and obviously when they bought him, you didn't know that you're going to get people like Smith Rowe and Saka come through as good as they have been. And then when you're um, it's never been harder to be a manager and they're going to play with the people who's getting them the results. Yeah, exactly. You've got to go with a team who you think is going to get the best result out of it. Yeah. Well, been doing that, hasn't so, he? so, boys, I've got I've got the stats up. Martial and Pepe. Martial's played 22 Premier League games this season. Yeah. And he's got how many goals, Kyle? Not going to be a lot. He's going for an absolute drought. I'm to- I was talking <laughs> so many Eight tops. Eight? He's got a billion bounds. That's the season of his life. Last year, he probably only got eight. Martial divided <laughs> by two. He, he, got, he, got about, he got about 19, 20 last year. He had a good season. Him and Rashford were literally fighting for each other, wouldn't they? So, he's, yeah, go on. Got? he's got four goals this season, Martial. Pepe's played 20 games. He's got five. In the league. Yeah. Thank you very much. So You're Pepe must be in double figures then. For, on mute. for a winner, one in four in, ain't terrible. Martial, Martial plays Pepe. more than Pepe, I would say, as well. He does, yeah. Yeah, but he's been injured a lot, to be fair. He ain't really... He's played more games. Only just, come on. How many of Pepe's are sub-appearances? Because he's shit, that ain't my problem. What's the assist saying? If, if, if he can't, if he can't get ahead, if he can't get ahead of a fucking free transfer, William at thirty-four years old, that ain't my problem. Yeah, William don't, William don't start every week, does he? Well, someone starts there. Let's throw another name then. Who? Saka, Saka, Emerson, Rose, can play out there. Another transfer and Smith Rowe is starting. Arsenal of tenth. And United a second. I can't. Even, you can't even com- compare the two teams. Thank you, Ben. That, Thank well, you, that's, ben. Not, that's not the debate. The debate no, is no, but Martial the debate, and Pepe, not the team the game. Now, it's the best side of Man United because the league don't lie. But that's not the debate. But it's, it's like saying we've got different got levels on the bench. Yeah, ain't like Kepa, I'm, I'm confused here. We were debating between Pepe and Martial, <laughs> and now it's gone to who's the better club. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, I love it. It's brilliant. 
Where's Clavert's gone? Well, Greg, hell. was it you asked about assists? Well, yeah, I was just good because you're going on about goals. I'm just. Well, Pe- Pepe's got none, and Martial's got three. Of course, it's Eamon Stevens then. It's Eamon uh, what about all, all competitions? I'd be interested to see that. Right, so all competitions. Um, Pepe's played 36 games and he's got eight goals and three assists. And in them 36 games, he's played 1,500 minutes. Um, Martial has played 42 games. And he's got seven goals, five assists, and he's played 2,330 minutes. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> I'll see you later. There's not a lot of difference, is there, really? There's a difference. Considering Martial playing in a much better team to the prem. Well. He's had a lot more years to adjust to the Prem, Martial. All right. If, if we're going on uh, player versus player, who's won more trophies? <laughs> How has it even got to this? I mean, that's, that's, just lucky <laughs> for, that's just lucky playing for a club. Ben, I'm starting to love you be a good more player, than I've ever loved you the rest of my life. Do you support Man United, Ben, by the way? Just ask him. <laughs> yeah. He just, nah, he just, just hates Arsenal, so any argument huh? there is against Arsenal. I'm just, just trying to, I'm just trying to mix up the debate a bit, that's all. <laughs> there was no debate to be mixed up. It was Martial or Pepe, and that was it. They weren't, Wait, how Man United they weren't the Premier League in 1995. It weren't all that. Because <laughs> you wouldn't be involved then, would you? Either. <laughs> no, Roman was still flying over trying oh. to find Stamford Bridge then, wasn't he? As, uh, as Man United and Arsenal Champions League this year, anyway. Yeah, great. Right, well, let's let's draw a line under that, the NLD, as we'll now call it. Um, oh, wow. And as Martial was on, on, on the conversation, we'll move over to your boys, Kyle. So, Man United 1, West Ham 0. Talk to me, Jonesy. Yeah, beers every podcast or what? Yeah, I'm all over it. <laughs> I can see Thomas Blair. Another, another Paddy's Day cheers. Uh, where's where's Strugger, by the way? Oh, West Ham got beat. He's not turned up. <laughs> yeah, no, well, on that game, I'm worried about going into it. Obviously, with our form, it's a bit, it's very consistent. I, I thought we could, we could, we, no, well, it is, it is, but it is, isn't it? second but, in the league. This is I'm not boring. worried about it. No, I'm just saying we. I was worried going into the game, but I, I think we controlled the game. I was never really too worried about, but I think that's down to good old Moisey. To be fair, I mean he went ultra negative oh, against us. I mean I I could I couldn't believe what was like. Yeah, when I set up Ben Rama on the on the bench, and I'm thinking, fuck it up. At the end of the day, I think United are there to be got at. To be fair, you know, in our current state. Um. But yeah, I just don't think West Ham even bought. I think West Ham was at, at best, he was just wanted a draw out of the game, which I think helped us a little bit. I say, I just feel like we controlled the game, defended very well, to be fair. Again, I want to big up Luke Shaw. The boy is unreal. Like, he just, he's all round play. He's defending and, and attacking just 10 out of 10. But it's just, yeah. Oh, it was quite. It was nice. It, I, I knew it would be a tight game. I didn't expect us to go and fucking batter them. We just, we yeah, I knew it wouldn't be that. But yeah, what more than your, that, um, really. What was your pair in that centre back? He was playing. M- yeah, Maguire and Lindelof. And I've been, I've been. I listen, Lindelof's some thin fucking ice for me this season. I've really had enough of him. But again, when he when 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 they play like that, I'm. It's good. This is why for me in the summer transfer window, I think. We're not great at the back, but we don't concede many goals. I think we need to maybe buy a bit more game like in the centre midfield. Because for me, Fred 
he's a great player, but he's a squad player. For a club of United size and where we want to go, that he cannot be your first choice centre midfielder. Oh, so he's I'm, not he's I'm not, not a great player, mate. When he no, lost he 60 million, no. I think. 50 odd, I think, yeah. It's just no, I like but I like what he does. I like what he does in there, Fred, but his ball distribution and things like an all-round play is just it's I was thinking about it when I was watching, I'm thinking the days where we've had like Keane, Skulls, Carrick and people like that, we've got fucking Fred and McTominay now. And I'm listen, and I'm a big fan of McSauce, but cheers. Fuck off <laughs> It's not catching on. I'm not having it. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of him, right? But I feel like he, he he's ahead of Fred for me. So that's what I'm saying. So like I'm happy to bin Fred and he'd be a squad player. But I think if we can go and get like a Jaden Santa and a good old centre nine. Centre nine, a centre forward, number nine. Is that, um, is that Guinness kicking in or what? Well, I'll go to bed. I've got to go to bed. A second Ooh. pizza in the oven. <laughs> To line, it's a line his stomach a little bit more. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, I, I want our targets to yeah strengthen the squad there. But listen, with the three points, it was big with Leicester winning five nil. It was massive just to get the three points and go back second and got a bit of a nice little gap now between us and fourth or fifth place. So I'd like to think we're halfway there now to get, getting that top four. So yeah. Right, really, not Very the best right. of games, I suppose, for the neutrals to watch. It, it wasn't over exciting, but yeah. Greg, did you have something to come in with there, mate? I just wanted to know why you're so, contra- you're so contradicted of, you, like, of yourself. You're like, we're not we're not the best at the back, but but we don't concede a lot of goals. So, what are you <laughs> saying? Be that bad, then, can you? Fred's a great player. Yeah, no, he's not, Carl. No, no, he's not. No, you're right. Must have been that. I, no, yeah, no, no, I don't know. Listen, I don't know. Yeah, no, but I. I want, I want, I want that, I want that. All right, you fucking broke a record here. Right? I'll say it, I'll say it, I'll say it. Fred Elliott again. Yeah. Hey. Emil Heskey. Yeah. I was a big, I was a big fan of Corey growing up. I did, he was one of my favourites, didn't he? Yeah, you can tell that by your bonnet. Fucking hell. What are you saying? Because it's so contradictory. Right. <laughs> no, listen, we're, we're not great at the back. I know we don't consider it, but we, we have our games where then to, Suspect, and that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm going, you know, thinking of the village trio, them sort of, um, that sort of partnership. You just, you was confident going into any game, but I'm not at the moment. Why slow? You're shit. You're shit. Village's got a fucking shit scared every time Torres turned up. (laughs) Yeah, what I got against just him. Just saying. What we fucking we dominated <laughs> English football when when Torres was about. Great, Carl don't remember then. He was a Palace fan back then. Yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, DDK on his t-shirt. I'm, 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 Torres, I'm, Torres had success when he went to Chelsea. Not you, fucking shitters. He had one fucking. He won a Champions League at Chelsea. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, without playing, that's a joke. What a lad. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, no, it's it's a bit of a shame struggling on to be fair because. The, the run that they've been on and, you know, he's been chirpy as, and I just wanted to see what he was saying because <laughs> they, it's a shame that they, they played like that because if, I think if they had actually played how they'd been playing. They did. Well, well 
I suppose what what did they did they really miss Jay Ling's that bad? No, they played Mark Noble and it was just a oh, waste. He of was player. awful. I Me could have done talking. what he done, just nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing. Me and Strug were texting throughout the game and, and Strug actually picked up on Noble being a bit of a weakling. And I thought, do you know what, though? Because our midfield, our midfield is not very, not overly bad, but with both Tom and Fred both sitting, I thought Mark Noble might be all right here, to be fair, because he ain't he probably going to do a lot. And with about five minutes of saying that, Mark Noble's running around like a fucking Dave Pennells. Ain't got a fucking <laughs> skew what's going on. He's, he's, he's blowing. I'm like, like, he looked fucked. And I text like a, yeah, you ain't wrong. He needs to he needs to be dragged immediately because he was Mark Noble is Finnish. And is I don't he number mean that. 16, Noble. 16, wasn't he? Ah. <laughs> Premier League. He was, he was just he was bad. He was just he were he was awful. And and they've given him another year contract. I mean, that's that is just down to loyalty, isn't it? That's just down to thanks for your services. Yeah, next year. Retired at the end of the season, no? And uh, the next really? season. That was a testimony. Yeah, so for me, that, that man can He's a liability. I think that proper disjointed their midfield by bringing him in. I think Rice and Suchek have been they're pretty up there with the best in the league. To be fair, as a pairing, um, yeah, they're very good. Well, they're happy and to. I feel like I feel like bringing him in just totally just ruined that whole that whole dynamic of them. That have been better off just being noble, playing Ben Rama, just playing with the same sort of way. Just keep attacking. Even Lanzini, just keep playing the same sort of way you've been playing. There was just it really was- fucked him up. There was no one near Antonio, was there? It was just it, it was so like gappy. It was unreal. Yeah. Which ben, which suits us because again, Fred and McTominay are just going to be there just to, with that gap. They just got time. Just it was just. I say the game was the game was fucking easy. For, I, I think. But, yeah. yeah, they didn't really bother you too much, did they? No, not, for a lot, not at all. Um. Well, yeah, let's let's draw a line under that game anyway. As Strug's not here to sort of give us the West Ham point of view. Um, and we move on to um, last night's game. Wolves nil, Liverpool won. Greg, you've won a game. Yes, we're what on the, the fuck? I've won a game. How does it feel? Oh, mate. I mean, it's... <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to end the drought, I mean, yeah. Fucking hell. To end the drought, it's good. Yeah, it's good, mate. But um, is this the first Liverpool win since we started the podcast? I think so. That's not in your week. No, it'll be their week. It's going to be their week, and this is the one. Yeah, (laughs) I I went for a draw on the hope that we were going to get a win. So I didn't win any points in the in the old echo, but we got a win, so I'm happy. But um, I think we rode our luck, like we was. We still weren't, um, you know, we still weren't, like, our, our best. We still rode our luck a lot. I, I mean, the penalty was a bit dubious. Like, Alisson, I don't know if any of you saw it. None it of you saw it. Mate. I won't watch Wolves play. They're the most he, um, team ever. He kind of dropped, he dropped, he dropped across and sort of, like, barged into one of their players. It was... it. It was dubious. It could have been. It couldn't have. Like, do you know what I mean? It was one of them. Um, and that was early on, nil-nil. Um, so that could have changed the game. But uh, there was, yeah, I mean, it was it was good in parts. Good little link up in little bits. But it's still, it, it, you know, Thiago gave the ball away quite a bit. But they didn't, they didn't offer loads, you know. 
Um, they didn't offer a lot, but they still, you know, in, in bits with Adama, like his pace and everything. Um, Neto, but yeah, I mean, it's one of them. Like, we kind of was okay, but dominated, dominated possession again. But just a lot, not, nice little link up then, just on half time and got the goal. Jota, keeper may have done a little bit better, but I just I'll take the win, mate, to be honest. Like, we, we definitely in the second half opened up a bit more and it was a little bit better. Again, the link up was was okay and the ox ox came on and looked a bit sharp. But that's you know with him, it's one of them. It's like he gets he gets himself fit, he gets himself sharp, and then all of a sudden he's injured again. And then the problem we had at Arsenal. Yeah, and it is, that's it. It's injured. just a. I was having this chat with an Arsenal fan and it's like, you love him and he gets himself to a point and then he'll get injured and then it's it's just the same old story. And now he's he's been out for quite a while and then obviously he's come he's come back now. He looked sharp last night, but you just can't rely on how long he's going to be like that. But if he can stay fit, then obviously he's a good player. But It's a weird uh, one with Ox, isn't it? Because he's got all the ability there, mate. He's like, I don't know how old he is now. Was he mid to late 20s? 28, I think. That's the thing. He's not not young anymore, is he? He's Uh, been to that stage now where it's pretty much... When he he first came over, when he first transferred over and that, and he kept himself fit and that, he he was playing quite a lot. And he he, at some points looking like a bit of a well-beater getting him. I was like... We've done a, We've had a steal here. Well, was it City scored that screamer? In yeah, the it's a banger. Yeah, it's a banger. But then he done well in Europe and that as well. And um, but then it's just that first injury again, and then it's and it's setting back and it's setting back, and then he comes back and it's another injury, and it's just the same sort of cycle. He's, but, he's one of those ones you always think of him as like a an, a young player or some, someone who's trying to get to their peak, and then you just look around and you realise. Hold on a minute, you're at your peak, or you... He's actually, yeah, he's peaking now. Reminds me like, really. a bit like Walcott. Like, Walcott, yeah. a lot better injury record, to be fair much, to him. But you better. always look at him as improving and never the finished article, and then you realise, eventually, you know, that, that was it. It's I, don't, I don't think he'll ever realise his full potential because of the injuries. Um, yeah. Blighted by them, but I can't believe we never used him in a more central role when he was with us. Then yeah. bent on playing him out wide and... I think he would in the middle. He liked to tackle as well. Yeah, he could, he's strong, he's strong player, like, physically strong. I just couldn't see why he wouldn't have him in the middle. Didn't he's got it, your, on, mate. Your run to the Champions League, he was brilliant in that Champions League run you had, where you, where you won he, it. If again, he's another one. If he if he could have kept himself fit, mate, he would have been near or thereabouts for England and played a lot. Oh, he'd, a lot he'd have been a starter for England, no doubt. Yeah, I think so, and it's just a shame because. I know they're going to Arsenal, but you've had a couple of players like that, and obviously he's come to us now. But like you have, you have had a few players like that where your Wiltshire's, your Chamberlains, and that. If they had kept themselves fit, mate, then then them two players would have been well beaters. Well, I, mean, I remember seeing Jack Wiltshire, mate, against against Brazil for England, and the geezer was immense. He was the best player on the pitch, and there was there was everyone, whoever you wanted to say for Brazil, Neymar. Fucking Coutinho, the lot, and he just outplayed the whole lot of them. He was unreal, but it's it's a shame for him. His his career's a bit shit, isn't it? But I'll I'll always like the Ox as well because quite a few years ago, probably about seven eight years ago now, I went to UFC in London, and um, I paid I paid for cage side seats, and I ended up I was sitting next to 
Oxlade-Chamberlain and Kieran Gibbs. Ooh. And there was a, quite a few of the Arsenal players that he had. Bentner, Podolski, quite Fringe. a few of them all sitting around, but they weren't all together. But Ox was um, like directly next to me and then Kieran Gibbs was the seat across. And it must have taken me like about an hour before I even realised Ox was next to me. And I started chatting with him. He's a lovely bloke. And he was absolutely ripping the piss out of Kieran Gibbs. So I took a selfie with him and Gibbs weren't smiling. He was giving it like the old trying to look cold bollocks. And Ox was like giving it a proper smile. Uh, and I was like, come on, Kieran, smile, mate. And he and he started roasting him down. Now he's not going to smile because he can't get called up for England. And <laughs> he, was like, he, was dr- he was hammering him. He had wicked banter. And I was like, I love this fellow. He's fucking diamond. Like, he was a proper good lad. Nice. I thought you was gonna. T- I thought you was gonna tell the story of a uh, boxlay Bamblin. I was gonna. I was gonna say oh, Bain, hey, a, no. few, a few years ago in the Beverly, we had the boxlay Bamblin. Yeah, that geezer was a wrong one, mate. He don't deserve airtime. That night was famous for many other reasons. Oh God, yeah. That, that was just the start. To stay off the podcast. <laughs> Still paying. Um, going back to the game, obviously. Sorry, there. Obviously, there was an incident with Patricio, and. There was a little bit on Twitter today. On, on, um, he obviously added, he added you till. Um, oh, Rui Patricio did. No, Lolo, and um, oh. <laughs> he just put it out there. Like he's just saying, is is this the right way to keep going with not putting the flag up? And because a few people have got injured now, but um, I sort of said after I had a chat with Kyle as well, sort of thing. It, <sighs> He's done. He's done exactly. The linesman's just done exactly what he's being told to to leave it down. And yes, there is a few times now when people have got injured, but you can get injured at any time, any point. So it's just it's just one of them. One of them and it? it was close. It wasn't like he was two meters off. Yeah, it was like yeah. stupid. He should have put his flag up. It was close. Imagine if he goes and scores and he sticks his flag up and you go back, you fucking mug. Oh, yeah, you stick yeah. your flag up. Do you know this the is... thing? The thing that is weird about that though is because it's. They they've been tasked with you keep your flag down if it's tight, blah blah yeah. blah. In the, in the Leeds Chelsea game, there was a couple of occasions where we was on the attack, and it was tight and the flag went up. Yeah, and I was like, hang on, I thought they would like let it because it's one of them now. When you're watching the game, you sort of like, well, we we'll see how it plays out. If something comes of it, like, and you're like, then you think, fuck it, I hope they go back and he's on or whatever. But they, they flagged. And then when they went to it, it was really, it was one of them where the lines would have come out. Yeah. And you think, hang on, like, if if just, you're going to be leaving your flag down, that's fine. But you have to all do it and all of the time. Yeah. yeah. I just find it hard at the minute. Like, they are being told to do that. And like what Chris said, if, if they get it wrong and they stop a goal-scoring opportunity, that's what the game's about. Like, sure, so, yeah. There'd be more uproar than that, than that happening, than leaving the flag and someone, because injury doesn't happen every time. It's happening. It's it's happened a couple of times now where people are now talking about it. It wasn't never getting talked about before. It could still happen at any time. The ones that are more of an issue is when they're fucking 15 yards offside. Yeah. 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 And they let it go. And you're like, Fucking hell, everyone can see yeah. us offside. Just put yeah, your fucking put flag. Your flag. Yeah. You yeah. can see all the defenders are like the ones that are tight, any chance. The ones that are tight, leave your flag down, let yeah. the flag go, and then VAR can sort it out. But the but ones, that, ones that are miles offside, it's like just fucking throw your because flag up and then like wait I, and wait until he touches the ball and you're like, fucking hell. It's like what I said I said today that 
before VAR, the lines ninety nine percent of the time the linesman would always get the right the correct call. Yeah. The only the only technology that I thought should have come into the game was goal line technology, and it came in, and it works fine. The 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 the, the yeah, watch just beat, ask Villa. The what? <laughs> but the watch beat the watch beat off. Do you know what I mean? The what you the linesman can keep up with play ninety nine percent of the time. The linesman keeps up with play, and he gets the correct call. Very rarely were they wrong. Ask him to ask him to catch up with the ball, and and see whether it's gone over the line. It's impossible. Well, Hence, why you need the goal line technology. But VAR, yeah. you don't need VAR for fucking offsides. I'm sorry, it's it's ridiculous. Well, I I still think that a good like and pe- people moan about it and that, but I still think the better way of going about it is how a lot of the sports have done with giving each team challenges, and if. Like whatever decision is made, if they flag, if they don't flag, if you think that was a foul or whatever, you know when you're when you're on the pitch. Even if he pulled my shirt back and I couldn't get to the ball, you you know all of these little things. Mm. If each team has like two challenges in a the game, then it can you go ref fucking refer that to VAR because he's dragged me back there. That's why he got the jump on me or whatever. I think that's a better way of doing it rather than them checking every single fucking decision. Because it's becoming a game where you can't celebrate a goal. You you can't even... I don't even really get down now when a goal goes in until about five minutes after because I'm like, oh, maybe... Let's get it. Yeah. It's got to be something. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, there was one There was one that really pissed me off on the weekend. It was, I think it was the Palace... Was it the Palace um, penalty? It, what, you watched it? Did you watch the game? Yeah, it was all that was on. Uh, <laughs> coronation omnibus had finished. Uh, there was um, they was they they thought it was a penalty, so they was going to overturn it. But they spent like two minutes checking the offside. While yeah. that two minutes yeah. was going on, why is the ref standing in the middle of the pitch looking at his watch? Why is he not over checking yeah. the decision out? So when if they go right, he's onside. He's can onside. you check it? They know that's not they standing know. in the middle yeah. of the penalty area talking to Gary Cale. Just. <laughs> Going here, yeah. Gary. Do you remember that Rafinha? That, mate? <laughs> yeah. that was good, wasn't it? <laughs> Go on, Greg. But just just going on it, like I know we've touched on it before as well. What it stands for, VAR, Video Assistant Referee. So it's he's an assistant. He's not he's not running the game. It's there to help, not not run the game. The way we're implementing it, or the way that the, the it's being implemented in the league, it's running the games. It. You might as well get rid of the referee and just have VAR at the game and then on the tannoy, have them coming over the tannoy. Right, stop, foul. Like, yeah. Because you might as well not have a ref in the fucking game because he's not doing fuck all. Yeah. Ben, we'll come to you next. But before we do, the other thing that we've got to take into account is at the moment, there's no crowds in. Mm. The, the crowds are going to be hostile as fuck. Yeah. Because I don't know if like, a few of you have been to games where VAR is being implemented. I've not in this country, but I have, I've been to a game in Italy when VAR was implemented. And it is so fucking confusing because you have no idea what they're checking. Yeah. You, and then all, like, all of a sudden, something's been done and you're like, what, what the fuck? So it's going to kick off big time when these things are happening with crowds are back. But, the, um, but yeah, go, go on, Ben. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. just touching what you just said, I, I've, um, I've been to a couple of games where you're waiting, and I mean, there's, there's a couple of screens at Chelsea, uh, one at either end, like there is at most grounds nowadays, 
and you're just looking at the screen waiting. So all them days of just jumping around, celebrating, enjoying the moment, you're waiting for that. And then... Kissing random blokes. Oh, exactly. Exactly. It's all the things you want to do. And then um, <laughs> at the moment it says no goal, the, the, the opposition supporters have got such a buzz, like they've just scored. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... And, and, and that gives so much momentum to the other team. Yeah. But you, it's, you can't... It's, it's too much for me. It's too much... It gives an advantage to the opposition too much. Like there's... I, I, it's, it's not going to change. They're going to keep using it, but it just it, it spoils it for me in that, in that respect. But what I was going to say is, and I might be being a bit naive and it, it's a bit stupid, but like we all play a bit of FIFA here and there. Like, how is it not possible to computerize the game from it being live on telly and decisions be made? Like, like yeah, I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't know if any of you can explain how they can't computerize it live. In, in while it's like at Stockley Park or wherever they do it and and make the decision like that. Especially offsides when they're so fucking annoying. Because it works on I know it's a bit silly saying it works on FIFA, but it does work on FIFA. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> the only thing I'd say is I'd, like I think didn't Terry you come up with something like if they had the track down the side of the pitch with a with a camera that that, that went up and down. Yeah. Like they do in athletics. The line the line would, whether the defence is on angle or not, the straight line across the pitch never changed. Yeah. That would never change. So you would never get the wrong call. Yeah. Because yeah. that, like I said, where is he drawing the line from? How can he know yeah. that that's square? Because it's almost sometimes like the camera's based on the corner flag and the line of like where the offside's been played is only 10 yards inside the half. And it's like, that ain't, an, that's not an accurate. Like representation of the also, general line. The lines on the pitch, they're only done by someone on a lawnmower. How do you yeah. know that they're fucking straight? Exactly. They can't go by that. that that's why they either <laughs> need to set up multiple cameras down the side or have one like on rails. Or I don't know if you've seen, they have it in rugby a lot. That that it's like, I don't even know what they call it, but it's like a camera on a fucking fishing yeah, line. Does it, does it, yeah, does it, yeah, and it yeah. fucking goes all over the pitch. That gives you a fucking bang over it. Like, have yeah. that. Yeah, you know well, I mean? and then have a chip. And then fuck all this armpit offside shit. Have a chip oh, that's in their chest, like, like in a chest pit or on the badge or something, that you have to be offside from your neck or your onside. And if it's ahead of the defenders or whatever, then that's the camera picks it up. They've got all these vests now that, that exactly, yeah. do all, all the running and stuff. Like, they... they clock all their kilometres what they've run yeah. and everything why can't that be everyone wear that and then you know come next season you know it will probably change again won't it it's, 100%. it's not going to be I mean, the same as it is now is it so, this sleeve the sleeve rule is a fucking show. bullshit mate <laughs> it's ridiculous think, all, all it needs is a team to do someone's what, got short arms well all it needs is the team, a team to do what Cameroon done Few seasons, well, few back fifteen years ago, wear In vests. Top. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. vest. Wear vest kit. Oh, we can't be offside on my sleeve. No, it's up here, mate. You can't. <laughs> I'm on side. Sorry. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> let's um, let let let's draw a line under that that no, one anyway, because we, we've, we've gone going down a fucking rabbit hole here. VAR and refs again every week. Every fucking <laughs> week. I thought I thought I thought VAR would stop all this shit. Yeah, it's made it worse, mate. It was. At least you like 
before uh, no i'm not getting into it <laughs> um, <laughs> we move on you nearly lured me in again jonesy Hashtag far out. <laughs> um we won't do any predictions this week boys because there's only about three or four games this weekend um so it's not enough to to do it so we'll do that the, f- the following week when we come back and um, uh, we'll go over this week mate, points and whatever uh, doing them on my own or no was it was that I need a correct score, mate. Any chance of me? But um, we are still going to crown our bowler of the week and our donkey of the week. This so, I am going to start us off with what should we start with, boys? Bowler or donkey? What do you reckon? Bowler. Bowler. We'll start with bowler then. All right. I'm going to go with Kalechi Iannaccio as my bowler of the week. Um, to be honest with you, mate, well, he's, he's bagged that trick, but I, I've rated Ian Hatch. I remember when he came through at City, I thought he was going to be right. the, like the next fucking superstar. I thought he was going to be like a Guerrero level. He had, he had a bit about him. Um, but he just, I don't know what happened, and he seems to have like fell down down a pecking order at, at Leicester. He might, now sort of Vardy's getting a bit older, he might slowly start creeping in. But I like Ian Nacho, and he, he's shown he's got a bit about him um, and yeah fucking fair play to him getting an attrick and I see his interview after as well and he seemed a really fucking grounded humble good fella do you know what I mean which is rare <laughs> in football of nowadays so um, yeah fair play to him so I, I, I've gone with um, with Ian Acho um, Kyle we'll go with you next mate yeah basically the same as you mate to be fair just he's had a bit of a tough time in a way because again he burst onto the scene a bit and Everyone, I think there was a lot of expectancy with him and he sort of, it started to fizzle out really. Like, you know what I mean? He weren't even starting for letter too much, but again, I think, yeah, back to the, you know, the, the story about him as well, like his mum died and all that on the foot. Like there was a lot of stats about the 14 or so. Don't he wear 14 as well or something like that? Or Yeah, he does. I think his shirt number, there was just, yeah, and obviously then he scored the hat-trick, his first hat-trick on the 14. So yeah, nice little story and fair play to him. You know, he's kept on plugging away. He's getting his chance, and yeah, I mean, yeah, fair play to him. Well done, Kalechi. Um, yeah, Greg, you next, mate. Yeah, I mean, there was there was a few that I thought that had quite a good weekend actually. Um, I thought Dwight McNeil done quite well. Oh, what a his goal. goal! Yeah, his goal was unreal. Um, and then Lamella was right up there until he were fucking went and fucked it. So, um, cut, cut. <laughs> but yeah, no, you can't look past the hat trick, mate. I mean, it it wasn't the most amazing hat trick, but he was in the right place at the right time, and he's he's in a little bit of a purple patch at the minute. Yeah, and as you say, like he's had he's had a bit of trouble, and he's he seems to at the minute it's clicked in his head. I think that playing next to Vardy as well is obviously helping him. But if it does click, the fact that Vardy's, you know, he's probably not on his way out, but he's going to be slowing down within the next year or two. And he can really take the mantle for for Leicester. So, yeah, so I think it's slowly getting there in his head, I think, as well. And obviously he's in a purple patch. So, yeah, he's done really well. So it's a good weekend for him, mate. So, him. Benji? Yeah, um, it's a bit boring, but same in that show. I, I see him. I think he scored. He did score last week, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, no, he, he just, he just. I mean, obviously they blitzed uh, Sheffield United, but he just looked class. 
Um, and I was, I was pleased for him, really. So, yeah, well done. Boyle? Yeah. Ian Acho again. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 it was always my choice, I think. Yeah, he looks, looks like a player that can score all sorts of types of goals as well. He doesn't look like he's a fox in a box. He looks like he's got a bit about him in terms of in the air or on the floor. And when you watch, obviously, and match of the day breaks everything down and they analyse his runs. He seems to know where he needs to be at the right time. Like, he, he hangs on the shoulder and then he's like, pings off. And he's always aware of where Vardy is or where Tielemans is or whoever's feeding him in the ball. But yeah, that was a nice touch, obviously, dedicating the goal to his mum. And uh, yeah, well done, mate. Uh, Hoppers. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going with the same. Oh, you normally Lester go would... against the grain when it's... Yeah, I normally go someone who'd scored against Liverpool, but... That, that <laughs> really... <laughs> now that... he, um, I really thought Leicester would struggle without Madison and Barnes, but oh, all right, it was only Sheffield United, but he, he seemed to step up to the plate. And like you boys said, very humble and great interview after the game, so I'm going to go for him. Fair play. Spearsy. I want to go against this, surely. I'm going to give... Jamie Vardy, for me, um, just as Hop has mentioned, no Barnes or Madison. So Vardy stepped up and uh, a couple of assists for him. So, yeah, I'll give it to Jamie Vardy, seeing as you've all gone in, Nacho. And Vardy should get it just for that story that came out about the day before or the, the morning of the oh. game where he scored the, the 11th yeah. goal in a row against Man United. And he oh. was... Oh. Yeah, did he drink a bottle of port or something? Yeah, the night before, yeah. What an absolute Sunday league legend, the fella. His his roommate said that they had a a bottle of port and whoever it was, can't remember who, he said he had a very small, modest glass and basically... He chucked the rest. The rest off. (laughs) (laughs) And then when he bagged 11th goal in a row. Yeah, got up and set the record. What a guy. Imagine him in the early days, wherever he was playing, just him, him on a night out and a weekend. Teote ironed, boot cuts on, and just having it live oh, yeah. to the dance floor with a fishbowl on his own. <laughs> did you see? Did you see the picture that he um, that came out of him in an interview? Yeah, on Sunday late. <laughs> when he was at Stocksbridge. Yeah, he had, Stills, a, yeah. he had a hoodie tight fucking in. He had like checkered shorts on. Paul <laughs> <laughs> Bristow specials. His oh. is horrific. <laughs> We've all played against kids like him as well in Sunday League and amateur yeah. football, like. Right? <laughs> um, and last but not least, Dave Scott. Yeah, I was pretty close to choosing Ian Acho as well for same reasons, and I was taken by surprise with his interview. Like he said, he seems like a well nice fella, but I went for McNeil from Burnley in the end for his goal, and um, mainly because Sheffield were absolute horseshit, really, um, and. But it was quite an important game for Burnley to get that win against Everton and he come up with some real goods at the right time. So that's why I went with McNeil. Fair enough, mate. The thing with McNeil is what I, I'll add in my head, he was a paddy for some reason, probably because of the, the Mac. But he's Maybe fucking English, isn't he? He's in the he's under twenty one. Yeah, I thought he was about thirty as well. Yeah. Under twenty one yeah. championship. He's some player. Would you have him at Leeds now? Would you have him at Leeds? I actually think he'd be a good signing for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think he would. I'd hundred percent have him. I think he's got a bit How of and I think he could play in the ten as well. Twenty one, so now? Yeah, I think he's twenty twenty one, yeah. Yeah. He's a good player. 
Great he's goal. even better than I thought he is. If he's only 21, he's even better than I thought he was. Mate. He won't be at Burnley long with skills like that, mate. Okay, no chance. He's a number one of them blokes that so I could be standing next to him in a pub in somewhere and I wouldn't, wouldn't know even who he was. Yeah. <laughs> so I burnt the whole of Burnley's team. Stand next to fucking Ben Mee in a pub and just had no idea the bloke's <laughs> yeah, It's so true. <laughs> All the names, you just had no idea what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dave, did the other boys send theirs in? What's that? Did the other boys send theirs in? Or they didn't um, no, Strug didn't, but it doesn't matter with it anyway. Uh, no. And Pat's no longer on the pod, so fucking. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, oh, so that, that is landslide, boys. Um, Kalechi and Acho with, um, with Bowler of the Week. Thoroughly deserved. Um, Dave, we'll stick with you, mate, with your uh, nomination for Donkey. Um. There's a few for me. I, I mean, I, I would love to give it to, uh, well, as you, you coined the phrase, Tell, I've got to give you credit, but, you know, I mean, Lamella was close to getting Baller and Donkey. He could have been the first Bonkey. Uh, <laughs> which... <laughs> if we ever but, get yeah, a Bonkey uh, of the week, that's the yeah. one, mate. I, I would have loved to give it to Lamella and also Bale because he got substituted early and his face was just a picture. But, um, because <laughs> uh, unfortunately I watched it, the, the Newcastle game, I was just watching and they're in desperate need of something to save them. And then they're, they're, they're pinning their hopes on like Joe Linton. It's Joe, you, know, you must have been bored, Dave. Fuck me. Joe, Joe Linton is just the worst footballer I think I've ever seen. <laughs> £42 million pounds Absolutely as well, shit. Like, whatever Bruce Lee would be upset, mate. Bruce Lee would be upset. Is he still <laughs> living around yours, Matty? Can we get him on tonight? Yeah, what do you think of Joe Linton, Bruce Lee? <laughs> <laughs> you know. He's cost a lot of money. He's come in. He's done absolutely fuck all. <laughs> yeah. Fresh from exactly. Brucey's mouth there. Well, thanks, Brucey. Back back yeah. to you, Matty. Anyway, what's your opinions on him? <laughs> what's, what's what? I missed all of that. Uh, what's my donkey? What's your, your opinion on uh, Joe Linton? <laughs> well, it's not Joe Linton. Um, I can't I can't see past Lamella. It's just funny, really. The way he gave it such big licks when he scored that goal, like he just won the fucking World Cup. Oh, yeah, it was a hell of a finish. And behind him, Regulion's giving it all that. And then he just got sent off. What an absolute cunt. <laughs> fucking great. So yours is Lamella, yeah? Yeah. But so- like, Gareth Bale wasn't far behind him, I have to say. <laughs> I think I probably should have even given it to Bale because he was just, he was an, he just weren't involved. Follow man, invisible. Time he was on the pitch. That led up to the first goal, but apart from that, he was rubbish, complete rubbish. But yeah, Lamella. Sweet, Dave. Yours was Joe Linton, yeah. Joe, Joe Linton, yeah. Yeah. Um, a quick Linton. one on this. I was actually talking about Joe Linton with a fellow at work the other day. Basically, like, I don't get how he justified that sort of price tag. What no. was twenty-five million or thirty million? Uh, I think it was forty million. Forty. He, he 40 was dear. He was dear. Yeah. yeah. And How many goals has he scored for Newcastle? Because well, I actually had these stats up because I looked at it and thought he oh. must have been one of these. I know he was playing in Austria before. He must be one of these that bag like fucking 20 oh, odd goals. Good day, mate. In like, in like <laughs> <laughs> married at first sight, Austria. <laughs> Different ball game. That's absolutely killed me. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was, he was playing in Austria. 
and then in Germany. And I thought, oh, he's one of these that's going to be like 20 odd goals in 30 games. So he's justified that price tag. He's his goal scoring record was shocking beforehand. Yeah, as well. he's never been a goal scorer ever. So he's his last two seasons before he joined Newcastle was Rapid Vienna on loan. And he played 31 games and scored eight goals. And then for Hoffenheim, he played 28 games and scored seven goals. It's barely, it's not a 40 million pound price tag on that. Perhaps, perhaps um, whoever was managing said, go and sign this bloke called Joe Linton. And they went, fucking right, let's go and get him. And they went out and found this bloke called Joe Linton and they bought him and he's absolutely... Well, no, that's bullied. not him. He's a Scottish fella. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe they thought they were signing two players, Joe yeah. and Linton. Joe Linton, the keys are down the road. 20 million each deal, I don't know. Or, you know, if he was from Austria, it would have been Thomas Hitzelsberger who plays for the surf club on Sundays. And he's record since being at Newcastle, yeah. So this weekend was his 70th game for Newcastle. And he scored a grand total of seven goals. Yeah, should have gone for Pepe. And only three of them have been in the Premier League. You'd oh, be wow. fooling. But even, even had several opportunities oh, when he was coming in from the side to just do a short pass and set someone up like in the six yard, but he can't even do that. And I mean, Alan Shearer was tearing him to pieces on Match of the Day. Like he was, he just picked the wrong every. He's got three options, wrong pass every time. Wrong. <laughs> This is awful. Can you imagine being Shearer, though, someone who is an unbelievable striker, thinking that is now up front at my club. Wow. That's the that, that's the new that's the new number nine, like I was. What Shearer is probably him? still better than him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carroll's better than him. I'd rather play Andy Carroll. At least he does bits. Up there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I'll, I'm gonna put my nomination in next, um, and it's Paul Heckingbottom. Who's Sheffield United's new manager? I've got a bit of previous with him, obviously, because he was at Leeds before, and he's the worst manager of all time. And um, he just needs, like, how he's come, like, I know he's only a caretaker, but how they've given him that job is absolutely beyond me. Well, they're already down, so they don't really make much. Yeah, Didn't but... he come out at the end of the game and go, basically, yeah, well, I'm not here next season. I don't want the job anyway, so. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and it's all it's almost as yeah, if just give it to him, mate. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. It's almost <laughs> as if he's come in and said that to the team. Just go, wow. look, boys, we're down. Shit. Just Don't try worry. your best. And just absolutely atrocious. Like Sheffield United have obviously been poor this season, but like we've discussed on the podcast before, they've not they've not been hammered. They've been losing games by the odd goal and well, Wilder's never been beaten by more than three goals in five years. <laughs> he go. goes. 24 hours later, they get picked by Yeah. And they've been in every game they've played. They've they've been in it. They've been in the game. Like, And then he comes in and they get their absolute fucking pants pulled down. It's just, yeah, hecky, mate. You've you've got to go. So, um, yeah. Um, ben, you next, mate. Uh, I was going to go for Dawson because I thought he took his own goal really well. <laughs> um, I mean, Maguire did well to get a bit of pressure on him. Um, as Kyle, like it's, you like to hear that, wouldn't you? But no, I just thought he's he's headed it down and goal bound. It just didn't make sense. Like down, yeah, if you have to, but away from goal, not on target. Anyway, so but with Lamella, last week I picked Lamella when he he didn't even do anything to annoy me. I just picked <laughs> him just because because he's annoyed me for years. But like the fact that the week after he's gone and done that, I mean, like and. 
what what a finish, yeah. But I mean, getting sent off and for a typical Lamella kind of thing, yeah, or things should I say with the yellow cards? But he's just at it all game. If you watch him, like you said, tell you watch him throughout the game, he's just constant. He's constant, and I think you're fine doing that and getting away with that if you're a top player and you're and you're bagging them goals every week. But he's not doing it every week. So for me, you can't be that. You can't be like that. You can't act like that if you're not scoring the goals. If you're scoring the goals, you can be like that a bit. You can be like a bit Diego Costa-y when he was at, at, at having fun at Chelsea or yeah, you know I mean? but you can't. You, he can't do it. He ain't got the right to do it. So I'm glad to see him get sent off, and I'm hopefully glad to see him get donkey. Did you, Did you see on match of the day um, when Genus tried to basically oh, do him and he, he put he him in the a of saying? He was like, these sort of players, oh, they've got the fire in their belly. They play on the edge and tr- as if they're trying to compare him to like Rooney and mm. people and, and Costa. And you're just like, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Not even there, is he? Not at even all. There. Last one. Um, ben? Um, sorry, not Ben. Uh, I went for... Um... Oh, sorry. No, no you, you pick yours, didn't you? Yeah, I was going to do it again. Oh, go on then. <laughs> oh, uh, Eric Lamella. Oh, that, is that two votes then? Or... That's right, yeah. Serves them. <laughs> Greg, over to you, mate. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's obviously a donut. That ta- the first tackle was bad enough, like the scissor. Um, Surely the Rabona brings him back from Donkey, though. No, it does no, enough to no. Cost his team the game. No, he, he did. I think, to be honest, I do think it was it, KT made a meal of it. Tunstall. I do, you know, his job is to de- his, his job is to defend the ball. Like, you know, he's, he's, he's trying to keep the man away. But at the end of the day, he's got sent off. So, what, what, he's sticking his hand in his face or not? <laughs> he didn't know his I face was know. there, did he? Well, I think he did. I think he did. To be did he, yeah, did he yeah. stick his arm up in the air to balance like that, or was he off balance? Or I'm just confused. No, he's just holding someone off. You don't know where they are. You're just putting your hand up. But he'd already gone. He, he, him right and up. the ball had already gone, and he went. He went back for him. He, yeah, I'm only saying that your left back fell on the floor like a little daisy. Oh, he, he did. He took full advantage. Took right, full yeah, advantage yeah, of the yeah, situation. Got use the sort of player to fall on the floor. Come on. Yeah, oh, I mean, he's wearing short sleeves in snow. He's well armed. He's worse than Salome, old KT. But, um, <laughs> what? Oh, shit. He's I've got worse him. than Salome. I've got him. Oh. <laughs> That's um, an awful. That's an awful. Spell. <laughs> <laughs> awful. <laughs> Have you, oh, yeah, it's hooked. Um, <laughs> no, Lamella. Lamella. Sorry, mate. Sorry. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, you're sure? Fucking Sal has got his own airline. He's been flying around for fucking years, isn't he? Um, Boyle, we'll, we'll go on at the top of the league. That's what he's been doing. You're not flying there now, are you? Not in a minute, no, mate. We'll get there. We're not going back there either. No, Hopper's you next, mate. Oh, you, you, mate. If we finish higher than yeah. you, you should be ashamed, mate. You should be ashamed. You should be ashamed of yourselves, you political bastards. <laughs> Third what time lucky. You were Austrian a minute ago. Now you're fucking... Where, where are you from now? Just the Fosters in a minute. Ben, I can't stop looking at your pussy climbing all over your shoulders, mate. I know. I can't wait to stroke it. <laughs> <laughs> Third time lucky. Hoppers, over to you, mate. Yeah, I was going to go for Lamella this week because he's an absolute mess. But then Dave reminded me that Joe Linton exists. So I'm going to go for him. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> nicking a living. Absolutely nicking yeah, a living. Yeah, it's just him. Just... Fair play. The, the thing with that as well is if they go down, which is quite likely, I'd imagine he's on quite a big wage. Big wage, yeah. They ain't You're, offloading him for anything more than like a million quid. Depends whether Jeff Taylor's his agent or not. He might. You find him. You find him in Lidl in that middle aisle where you just get everything. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be next to you in the pub, and you'd be like, "Is that him?" Yeah. Bouncer. I'll just rename him <laughs> Joe Lidl. Maybe Arsenal. Arsenal next year. <laughs> As a centre back. Yeah. Um, right, Jonesy, over to you, mate. <laughs> yeah. It weren't ever going to take a lot. I say Ben gave Lamella the nomination devil week, whatever, last week. Oh, wow. On, he gave <laughs> him the little the nom- nomination. On not a lot of uh, not a lot of grounds, but I'm so happy. It, it weren't going to take a lot for me to give it to the little prick. I've hated him for a long time, ever since he got my boy Tony Martial um, sent off. Um, fucking hate him. He does it every fucking week. It, you're right, in a way, the Rabona should bring him out of it. No. No. I'm not even funny. Any other player, Dolly would, would have got him out of it, but not him. I don't care what he does. You fucking deserve it. It's a long time coming. Lamella. Uh, and while we're on that, Jonesy, I'd like to announce our next guest this week is Eric Lamella. Um, Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I mean, for that Barnet alone, he's got to get donkey. I mean... What is that all about? Yeah, it's a stinker, isn't it? Come on, mate. Who, me? <laughs> no, not you. Who, me? <laughs> mate, your, yours is so bad, it don't even qualify as being a barnet. <laughs> Just a head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over to you then, Speezy, mate. Who's your your donkey nomination for the, the last nomination? I'm going to give it to Harry Kane. Um, we saw one of his England performances. Uh, it just didn't turn up. Big game like that, you'd expect their main man to uh, make an appearance. All I saw him do, he hit the post from the free kick, but there was the shoulder charge on um, Gabriel. He seems to do one of them every week. Um, he's a dirty bastard, mate. Yeah, he is. And it slips under the radar, I think, because he's English. If it was, yeah. like we mentioned in Lamella, how filthy he is. But, um, yeah, Harry Kane for me. Is he English, though? Have you heard him speak? <laughs> <laughs> An identified language. <laughs> Identified language. The first Martian we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, well, that that crowns Eric Lamella as donkey, as to the happiness of most of the the panel. I'm sure. Really deserved. Yeah, he's not not the most loved on the on the pod. So um, yeah, Eric Lamella, donkey, fair play, and Ian Acho as baller. Well, that sort of um, brings us to the end, anyway, boys. We will. Um, I'll just sort of let you know, this week we've got um, an interview coming, which we're going to be recording on Thursday, um, which will be released on Friday with ex-Wolves player Simon Osborne. Um, So, yeah, we're going to be doing that, and that'll be out on Friday. That would be a good one. And then also Friday night, we're doing a live stream on YouTube uh, with a, a couple of the fellas here. We've also got Gary Devonport from Talking Chat Podcast, um, which is a Leeds United fans podcast, um, who's joining us for it. It's the post-match reaction stream to the Fulham-Leeds match. So, um, yeah, we've got that. And we've also got a Fulham fan coming on as well. So we sort of tie in sort of both teams' reaction. So, uh, Come on, you yeah. whites! Fuck off. 
So, yeah, there's a um, bit of content coming this week, guys, and then we'll be back for the usual pod ne- next week as well. Um, yeah, thanks for, for listening, um, and thanks for watching for everyone on YouTube. Make sure you slap a like on the video and subscribe to the channel. And, um, yeah, head over to our Twitter and Instagram pages. Both of them are at only underscore footy underscore fans. Um, and, yeah, keep up to date on everything on there. We post everything ahead of sort of ahead of schedule so everyone's in the loop and um yeah until next time thank you guys and happy st patrick's day happy patty's day yes